0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading
1: brands, and are high in fire to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hello friends, we're back again. I never use that saying when I do this show because this is the most like chill show of my entire week, and I like it. It's grappy hour. It's the time where the lights go down low, and we hang out in our dingy, divy bars, and we have a drink, and we talk about wrestling, and nothing's official, but everything is subjective, and I love it. Lily, how are you feeling?
0: Um, I'm feeling a lot of things. I um, It's been a busy week. I'm feeling busy and good. How are you feeling, Joel? How are you feeling?
1: Good. A little... Um, a little overwhelmed but not super duper overwhelmed uh i i had a very interesting weekend that uh included building a crib so that was fun uh although it started off awful because my my partner and i started building the crib and a a nail fell out from the headboard of the crib oh no <laughs> and, I started like freaking out. I'm like, oh shit, this thing is, it was an anchoring nail. So I was like, ah, something's going to get messed up. And then basically a whole bunch of things got messed up. So we decided we're not going to put it together today. So the next day, which was yesterday, we had, uh, we had my in-laws come in and, uh, the three of us together, put it together and it, it, it ended up being pretty good. I was, uh,
0: I was and no nail. No nails went into anyone's appendages or anything.
1: No, the, that one nail that came out, we were able to put it back in because it had to anchor an, another piece in place, and we just kind of super glued it back together. It all worked out, but like in the moment, I I went from like super anxiety inducing stress to like, oh okay, it it was built and it worked and it looked good and I can't complain. So. That's i'm good. excited
0: to see it and i'm happy for you guys it's that's huge 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 stuff
1: yeah it's it's coming together and uh soon enough there will be a little version of myself and my partner that's very strange to think about so we're excited but we're good it's 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 a nice excuse to uh to continue you know enjoying the little things that we get to get, get to have together so i can't complain uh i also watched a, a, a lot of wrestling as i always do I know you also watched a lot of wrestling, as you always do, and you did a little bit more than that, and we'll talk about the other wrestling stuff you got to do this week. But first, what are you drinking tonight?
0: Well, like I said before we uh, hopped on air yet again today, um, my drink is a little aggressive. So <clears throat> as a chaser, I have some freshly squeezed pineapple juice, ah. but I am going to be shooting slash sipping some of my favorite tequila, some Casamigos Reposado.
1: Hey, good stuff. Mhm. Where's that from?
0: Um it's I mean it's George Clooney's tequila. It's from Jalisco. <laughs> um yeah, it's quite expensive but it's worth it. And I I'm a huge tequila fan and I got to tell you George Clooney and the uh, farmers and purveyors of his tequila know what they're doing.
1: Good stuff. Enjoy it. And it's it. been Ooh.
0: it's been a stressful couple of weeks for I think the whole world for different reasons, so yep. you know? A little bit of tequila never hurt anyone.
1: I went, uh, I went the cider route as I as I tend to. It's Summersby now for me this week in wrestling. There was a lot of sweets, a lot of um, a lot of strange, and a lot of nostalgia, and just a lot of like. B- we'll get into it soon with especially with the MJF promo but uh, there was just a lot going on in wrestling and I kind of thought to myself this week in wrestling reminded me of like when I was an 18-year-old kid and like my friends and I would go and we where I lived in, in my city where I grew up um there were train tracks behind our house and it wasn't a busy train track it was just the Canadian rail that ran there like once a day type of thing if that and so my friends and I would go after after that train had long gone uh we'd go and sit on those tracks and have a drink and in the summertime summersby would be what we drink and uh yeah that that just reminded me of those times they were good times they were simple times and they were like they were kind of strange times but uh yeah got myself a summersby cheers to that cheers let me open this thing by muting myself so uh here we go that's the smoothest tequila
0: like you know what's smooth when you shoot it back and you don't wince you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Just tastes like caramel and just warmness.
1: Oh, that's good. That's breakfast. All right. So, whatever you're drinking in the chat, welcome. We hope you're gonna have something with us. Does not have to be alcoholic. It can be as easy as a glass of water. It could be a soda, it could be an orange juice, whatever you want. There you go. It could be pre-workout for all I care. Come and hang out with us. If you want to donate a Super Chat or a Humper Chat, you're more than welcome to. It helps support us here at Fightful Overbooked and uh, gets your question, statement, comments right on the air. We always love to have people chime in with their their thoughts. Whenever we're talking about wrestling, whenever we're talking about life, you all are welcome to do that. Uh, where do you want to start? Because there was so much stuff. We have so much stuff to go through. There's there's GCW, there's AEW. Revolution's coming up next week, uh, There this coming weekend. So there's going to be a huge show there. I know next week we're going to talk about it at length i'm sure of it but other than that i mean where where do you want to start what's what's on your mind
0: road to revolution let's do it uh let's start with aew i mean they were in connecticut this week for a bunch of tapings um and a lot of things happened um dynamite started off with the tag team title battle royal match which Mm. we can discuss i thought it was i mean it's it's a scramble so it's hard to like make it you know able to focus on too intently but um i thought it was a good i thought it was a good scramble they they had a lot of cool things going on santana got his meme moment we got to look right directly into hard cam um and uh i have not too much to complain about it other than i think that you know it went a little bit long at 18 minutes i think that other matches could have gone a little bit longer instead of that one
1: yeah i i enjoyed the the battle royal for what it was i'm not huge on starting with the Battle Royal. I think there's a lot more you can do to get a crowd amped, and maybe maybe the crowd was excited there because they had all the teams come out before they went live on Dynamite, but like mm-hmm. for me, I just... Starting, starting with that doesn't always get me going. Uh, especially when I'm sitting there and I've been thinking for a while, like, oh, it's got to be Red Dragon and the Bucks, that's been the central story, and then they end up giving you pretty much what we've been talking about. Uh, that being said, I'm going to be excited to watch Red Dragon compete for tag titles. I just... I th- I thought we'd get there in a different way. It felt um, it felt a little too straight and narrow for me. But uh, otherwise, a battle royal is is okay it, it, as long as they don't overdo it. It's okay.
0: And it has been a while, so it was kind of nice to see everyone back in the ring. And I mean, <clears throat> uh, overall, not too impressed, but I'm also not mad at it.
1: Yeah, I I just uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how they get to the the next set, the next team. On Wednesday, how they find out who that is. It sounds like they're just gonna run the same the same teams again, but in a with a casino battle royal version instead. So they'll have the So what
0: would the difference be?
1: I guess they'll just call them out Hearts, Clubs, Spades, and uh Aces. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. the only way I could do it. But yeah, I mean, I, I see it in the chat. Like Red Dragon versus the Bucks will be great, but we also have to put Jurassic Express in there. And if the whole idea is that Jurassic Express overcomes Red Dragon and the Bucks, then. But, like, that's there what the story from there. Yeah. yeah Yeah. Like, other than that, you're going to have a Jurassic Express drop titles to the Bucks or Red Dragon so that they can feud over the, ta- the tag titles. I don't love it. I could see that happening, quick.
0: though. I could see that happening, though, because um they've been kind of hinting at the, like, the Red Dragon storyline for a while, and they've kind of been putting the brakes on Luchasaurus as well. So who knows? Yeah.
1: No, it's a good point. I just, I think I expected a little bit more... Out of the tag team title run for Jurassic Express, and it could continue. It could very much be the match that you know they cancel each other out. Yeah, like the, the Bucks and and Red Dragon could cancel each other out in that tag match, and then Jurassic Express just has to take advantage and get the pin on one of those two teams, and then Bucks and Red Dragon can have their own little feud, which culminates to a number one contendership, and then it's a one on one match between them and whoever the tag title holders are. Maybe it's Jurassic Express, and then you move on from there. I just, I just think couldn't, there needs to be more
0: I just couldn't see Jurassic Express um like get like retaining the belt for too much longer or like doing too much at Revolution with everything else that's going on with so many people that keep getting introduced with the bucks kind of like fence sitting with what they're going to be doing um as well all this new Japan stuff starting up is just so much could happen and either way I'm kind of like in the boat of I don't care just entertain me right now
1: <laughs> yes let me sit back and enjoy the yeah. show we're, and that's the thing, like you and I, we're not the the pundits who sit here and like break down every single show and every single bit mm-hmm. of of news. Like I do that on some other shows, but that, that's not what I do here because we're here to talk about the entertainment behind it. And I see other, I see people asking like, who will be the Joker team in this uh, this Casino Battle Royal? And I, I, I did see J. Jay Will on Day After Dynamite. I wouldn't even do that. I would just have Top Flight come back. I would but have. But who?
0: Okay, yeah, but is is he cleared already?
1: It's been almost a year. It, it, yeah, like he's got to be getting closer to, if not already, better. I would love to know that Darius Martin is back and ready to compete. It's just, and I'm wondering if they could do
0: anything with the House of Black with tag teams as well. um That could be interesting as well for some storylines, but that also seems too obvious.
1: Well, House of Black gained a new member right this week, and they ended up mm-hmm. adding Buddy Matthews to it. I don't know about you, I didn't love it. I didn't love bringing him in this way. It also felt like it felt like they're kind of shoehorning him in, even though, you know, there was some quote unquote lore going into his debut with the Malachi Black YouTube segments or the Twitter videos he was posting. Not everyone knows. Like not everyone knows that 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 storyline behind the House of Black emergence of Buddy Matthews.
0: And, and i don't think it really was impactful for people who weren't familiar with his work um and and to your point it just kind of felt like a footnote like oh and he's here um it didn't like really have any lead up especially considering how much detail um like brody has put into the house of blacks lore and i know that he's talked about it at length about how he's written books and everyone has like their own kind of um like road in kind of like an rpg game so to kind of just shoehorned into like you said didn't really do it for me and i mean his his look his character his persona in the ring is just like we already kind of have that i'm a cocky asshole guy in aew and i don't see like what he's going to add to the house of black specifically but once again shut up and entertain entertain me i guess
1: yeah he'll be the one guy without a tattoo and insane
0: abs apparently so
1: yeah exactly you know what if he finds it that's the thing now it's up to buddy matthews to like find that one thing that differentiates himself from not only the rest of the group that he just joined but also from the rest of the roster as Mm -hmm. a trio of house of black that's what i'm interested in seeing and also i want to see a woman join house of black i'm still waiting i think julia is gonna do it but you never know i think they've been sitting on julia because they're waiting for something to happen with uh What's the team with varsity blondes? I think mm. something that I know that, um, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. Had recently moved from Florida back to Cincinnati. He mm-hmm. cited a whole bunch of like factors that, that triggered his move. And I think that some of the backstage stuff for him was starting to get him,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, off TV and maybe shifting to focusing on his own mental health or whatever it is. I'm not going to speak for it, but, um, maybe that's why we haven't seen the varsity blondes yet.
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, Brian is super, super young and I know that he's done like some things online that people have, you know, called him out for. And I think that, um, for anyone to kind of be like, you know what, I'm going to move back home and kind of just readjust myself and like prioritize my health, my mental health, my physical health, and just kind of be with my family. That's awesome. So, um, if we have to wait an extra couple of months or whatever for, um, evil Julia or whatever, in the name of like recovery and proper health, so be it
1: uh blair onyx is being brought up in the chat and she has done a few shots on love blair onyx so she's done a few shots on dark and if they Mm -hmm. like her they can absolutely add her to the group but they got to make that investment because house of black is very much one of those teams abaddon too abaddon would be i think that would be interesting now abaddon has been this like cartoony evil horror character whereas house of black has been primarily like this satanic uh images of occult without it being a cartoonish variation on that. So you'd have to change Abaddon's character slightly enough that it makes sense for her to join. And I like the idea.
0: Mm-hmm. Does it
1: work though? How do you make it work?
0: And I, and I do see what you're saying too cuz she kind of has more of like um like a Japanese cartoon horror style like like a manga horror character style. Yeah. yeah. Um so to kind of slap that into this almost like nordic satanic uh like esoteric occult kind of thing that's heavily influenced by the tarot like behind me, um, you would definitely need to switch up her look a bit. And I actually have seen her experimenting with different types of makeup, different types of look on TikTok and Instagram lately. Um, And it's totally different. Like she was using pink, she was using white. Um, so that was actually really interesting to see. Um, and I've always liked Abaddon. And I think that, you know, she has one of these really interesting contracts at AEW where, you know, she's she's like not one of the main stars, but um, she works with everyone. She's always training. She's always like getting crazy pops. And she has such a unique character. And I personally would love to see her use more, um, even if not like for matches, like as part of stories in AEW. Yeah.
1: And right now they've been using her mainly as this like, horror film yeah you can't get past her yeah Yeah. and like that we can move past that and and i like the idea of maybe her becoming a little more i don't think serious is the word but someone who is more um evil without it being cartoon evil Mm -hmm. more black metal nonsense Mm -hmm. i think that's what she needs uh i I like the idea that that could work and and then kick out buddy matthews no i'm kidding i I, buddy matthews just has to we just need something of a story with with buddy Matthews. that's all Um, we'll see what happens speaking of seeing what happens what do you think of jericho and kingston in the ring talking talking talking
0: um i pop hard for kingston every time i think you know i'm not gonna crap on jericho's legacy and everything he's done for the sport but i think that you know this is kind of a swan song for jericho and i think that you know a lot of people are really quick to shit on him and be like oh he's washed up and he's a boomer and, and all those things might be true but if you cannot see that Jericho is literally like putting all these guys over one by one before he like retires. Like that's kind of how I see it. And I think that um, Eddie is going to go over Jericho and it's going to be awesome.
1: I want to see Eddie Kingston win this match. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I know I'm not alone in this. Um, I see people in the chat saying that Eddie Kingston saves the feud. I think that both men had a really good, strong promo. And I I don't normally compliment Chris Jericho these days, Mm -hmm. but lately he's been playing the right parts and saying the right things that make me reinvest in his character. And that's what Mm -hmm. I want. I want, like you said, entertain me. And they did that. And for, for Eddie Kingston, I mean, he's Eddie Kingston. He's, he's never not, you know, the guy
0: on one. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And for him, all you got to do is, is give him that trigger word and he'll go nuts. Mm -hmm. So, I didn't love Jericho doing the whole like talking about inside, making insider baseball references or insider references, talking about, you know, the baby face. What's a baby face? Love that. But I don't need Jericho to make inside references. Other mm-hmm. than that, I like the promo. I think this was one thing where uh, they needed to talk people into the feud as mm-hmm. a match and not just as a talkie talk. And they did a good job this, with doing this. Now and they both got heat. They awful.
0: both got heat. And I think that, um, regardless of the outcome, I think it will be like a very important match for Eddie Kingston, whether he wins or loses. So um, you can shit on Jericho all you want, but he's putting over people that really deserve it in a really big way. So
1: that's cool. Yeah. And we'll see. I mean, does Jericho probably suffers nothing from a loss, whereas Eddie Kingston can easily move up and do more in a win. I would like exactly.
0: Yeah. And that's what I want to see as well. Same with Santana. Like let's get the Santana push. Dude, did you watch Terminus? No, I watched the first Terminus uh, whenever, I think it was like a month or two ago. and, And it just wasn't for me. It's like very technical. It's like almost like, like it's hard to, it's like almost like an obsessive level of like technical wrestling that like, I'm just not a huge fan of. I like more of like the dinner theater kind of aspect of professional wrestling. So
1: I understand that. So yeah. I watched a little bit of *Terminus*. I was streaming, but I then came back, watched a bit. So Santana had a main event match with Jonathan Gresham, mm. and it was uh, for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship, which, like you were just talking, it's like a very technical championship. Yeah. It's all I like the rule pure rules. rules. I
0: do like the pure rules. Of our yeah, it's,
1: it's not for everyone. At the end of the day, yeah. like some people want a more technical based wrestling, sports style wrestling, and that's what *Terminus* offers. So um, I felt bad for Santana and for really for everyone in the ring because there was a botched finish that like was really, really bad. And the referee, um, I felt bad for the referee most of all, because he was a, a perfectly good referee. The match was doing real good. And then they got to the finish and there was just a, a big old botch from the referee. People were upset. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was on Gresham and, and on uh, Santana to just calm people down. Not that people were like yeah. jumping into the ring. Trying, no, that's, that's a LA. That's a GCW. Thing,
0: that's right. at a different event. We'll talk about
1: later. Yeah. will talk about later. But for, for this guy, I, I just felt bad. Like he, he was doing his job. He's, he made a mistake. Unfortunately, it was the finish, Uh, but he'll be back. I know that referee will be back. But uh, the point I was trying to make was Santana is on a tear in singles competition. Yeah. And I'm ready for him to bring that to He's anybody ready. as well. Yeah. Ortiz, too. Um, yeah. 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 See you see with more Santana.
0: What did you think of uh, the death triangle uh, taking the defeat over the kings of the Black Throne with evil Alex Abrahantos?
1: Dude, I loved Evil Aberhantes. That was so ridiculous. You want to talk about dinner theater? The the Penta Oscuro theme music is not great, but the one thing that Mikey Ruckus does is fixes things that people aren't necessarily mm. into. So, I'm sure he'll come up with something or clean it up whatever it is. But like the 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 introduction of Penta Oscuro was cool. I liked him popping up behind the uh the uh what's it called? <laughs> The tombstone, tombstone. yes, and then they it was it was over the top, it was fun. Um, They got the win though, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And and that was all just to set up the Buddy Matthews debut. And I think everything was just kind of it was so convoluted towards the end with Buddy Matthews making his debut and the which side is he on and lights on the lights off that I feel like the people didn't didn't realize that they won. Like people did
0: not realize that they won. Also, I was like, guys, they won. Like stop booing.
1: And I don't think people really understood or noticed that mm-hmm. so as a result it was like it was the match was fine but it got lost in the shuffle because of literally everything else that happened on dynamite plus the debut of buddy matthews plus the who side is he on plus the lights on lights off it was just overbooked nonsense which they took our gimmick or maybe we took their gimmick who knows.
0: i loved it though like i am a huge sucker for just like like garbage theatrics especially if it's like anything horror or goth related so i love the intro um i've heard amazing things about this side of penta like this like heel like i mean he's always kind of a heel but this obscure character is like full heel um i got really i got really into lucha underground i'm like just when uh, things went into lockdown about two years ago um but i never um like really finished season three where i got to see sammy guevara and thunder and like everyone so i want to go back because um I've been really liking Lucha style uh, fights lately. And this week had a lot of it. And one term that I really like is uh, the magic tasso, like the magic touch. And the way that you do a cross body usually is like you do it ac- like literally across. But the way in Lucha that they do it is like a downwards motion. And it's brutal, 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 brutal.
1: I, even I'm learning. I didn't know about that. Yeah. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Um, who didn't have the magic touch was the bunny. And Jade Cargill. Really? The match match was okay that there was a botch three, which wasn't fun. Didn't look mm. good. Uh, again, people don't notice it unless they go out of the way. But, like, there was a three count at one point. Jade was down and forgot to get her arm up. But otherwise, like, again, overbooked nonsense with the match. Bringing You had Sterling out there. You had Matt Hardy out there. They had to eject both of them. And then eventually you have the win for Jade Cargill. And then Ty Conchi comes out. And then the bunny gets involved. And it's just it was a lot, again, they just packed a lot going into that match and then coming out of it as well that it didn't be, nothing felt impactful. It just happened.
0: Well, the one line that Jade said that I just thought was so funny because it's so true is, is like, who else? Like, who else? And, and this Tai Conti, um, match at Revolution, like, you know, me, I love a women's match. I love to see, you know, women represented more in the sport period. But I don't care about this. And I wish that they would match Jade up with someone maybe from another promotion or someone who's like, like beefier and like her size who isn't Nyla um, to do something interesting because we all know that Tay's going to lose. And as of now, we only have two women's matches on revolution and I hope that the buy-in is also a women's match. And, you know, it also kind of speaks to the women's division in AEW. A lot of them aren't ready for TV right now especially not for PPV.
1: That buy-in match, it almost definitely will be a women's match. And I think the the only two that I would want to run are either that TBS title match because people will see Jade and be like, holy shit, who is this woman? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm interested. Um, and then the other thing is, you could do Jamie Hayter versus Mercedes Martinez because those two would be a fun match that people could mm-hmm. get very excited for on a pre-show that, again influences people who are on the fence to buy the pay-per-view and watch it live. And it could be fun. I'm seeing in the chat Jade versus Jordan grace. I think that would be fun. the, the size differential would be really cool, but because Jordan is so built, it would be a really fun matchup. I think that works. And uh, she just had one... an
0: awesome match with Cardona too. And like, it was, yes. it was the rule of the stipulations were only technology from, I think the nineties or two thousands could be used. And she wailed on Cardona with a selfie stick. And think about that. <laughs> Like it's one thing to get hit by like a chair or you know even a VCR, but a selfie stick—that's that's brutal.
1: Uh, and then it, didn't she use a keyboard too? Mm-hmm. Keyboard warrior Jordan Grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other person that I would put up, if she had more experience, is uh, what's her face? Uh, oh my god, from the NWA, Camille Brickhouse. Camille is another big solid strong woman and she and jade would tear it up but the problem is i think they're both lacking in a bit more experience to have that match together i could be i'd love to be proven wrong it's just when i see these two i don't know how they would match up i don't know if the experience on both sides would warrant a good match but they would be fun
0: and i like i even saw um You know, everything is a work and everything is kayfabe too. But I saw Tay Conti on Twitter said, like, you know, like you ain't like you ain't shit sis. And she's like speaking essentially in like black slang to to Jade on Twitter, and she was like, Are you actually saying sis? And it's just like, I want to love Tay so much, but she just continues to like make the cringiest moves on social media and like with just like with her character. And I'm just like, You're young and so talented, and I really hope. that you don't do this for much longer because it's yeah. so bad
1: What are the odds that ty country ekes this one out and gives jade her first loss in AEW? you just rip the band-aid off you don't want to do it
0: I, I i don't see that like it, it doesn't make sense like so then tay gets it and then what then it gets like ripped off her immediately like it, it just doesn't make sense to me
1: i agree i also want the tbs title to have more of a uh if the if the not the ratings if the uh the, the rankings, if the rankings matter, I want the TBS title to play into that as well because that's the one title that I'm not seeing anything matter when it comes to rankings. Ty speaking just came of... up and said, go for it.
0: Exactly, and then like speaking of uh, belts and titles that don't mean anything, then you had Sammy Guevara defeat Andrade, which, you know, uh, the assistant uh, assisted th- with Matt Hardy for the win. It went about 12 minutes, and meh. I like Sammy in ring. I think that he has a lot Uh, he has a lot to give but I think that he's burning uh, like the candle at both ends with all this like crazy flippy shit and that if he keeps doing that then I don't know if he has a long term career in wrestling because he could get seriously hurt Um, and then everything he does outside of the ring in terms of promos in terms of vlogs in terms of social media again is so cringe and you know it's mostly for kids and he's a huge draw and he's a huge sell but I worry, I worry about him because he's doing a lot of risky stuff. He's young and you can, you can screw up your career doing that.
1: At the same time, you can't really tell him to do anything else because he's young. He's going to do what he's going to do because it gets him over. People didn't necessarily know Sammy Guevara until he started going absolutely nuts. Mm -hmm. The inner circle stuff was what what put him on the map because he worked with Jericho. But after that, I mean, now he's got a, he's having banger matches with guys like Cody. That ladder match was absolutely insane. But are people remembering the match? Are they remembering the spots. Are they remembering the, the big hits? Are they remembering what, what is it at the end of the day that are they going to yeah. remember? Standing I just there?
0: worry. I really worry for him and like his safety and his health, like especially, and, and, you know, they are young and you can bounce back a lot faster when you're younger, but it catches up with you. And I mean, to go back to the belt, he still has his TNT belt. He's had it for quite a while. There was all this Cody drama. He's gone now. So now that kind of changes everything. I'm, like, where do you see the TNT belt going in the next, like, couple of months?
1: I don't know. And that's what's upsetting. Like, I wanted Andrade mm-hmm. to have a serious shot. If They're going to do that six-person tag, right, at, uh, at Revolution. And they put Isaiah Cassidy and Sammy Guevara on the teams on opposite ends. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fine. But again, I don't know. it, it For the Matt Hardy stuff, like, just I, I know I'm diverting for a sec and see a mention in the chat. Like, Matt Hardy's buying time until Jeff Hardy shows up that's when they start then that's when more tag team stuff might pop up and be fun Mm -hmm. but for the TNT championship and i know chat's gonna gonna talk about what they expect i mean i don't know who could come out and and take that title from him i don't know who's who's going to be the right guy to do it either i wanted scorpio sky to have a run because he is entertaining as hell good matches great on the microphone I see Keith Lee in the chat. I see Darby getting it again. I want them not to go back to the same people, though. I want to see some of these newcomers that they bring in. You know who I want to see? This is what I want. I want a Joker or a surprise at the face of the Revolution ladder match. I want it to be Swerve. I want Swerve to come in hot as hell, win that ladder match. He's probably not. It's probably going to be Wardlow. But either way, I want Swerve to take that title from Guevara. I like
0: that. That would be good writing. but um, and, and you know what? You're saying I don't want it to go back to anyone who's already had it. The only person who I actually would want it to go back to is Miro. Because I thought that's Miro true. was such a fa- fantastic TNT champ. Um, And I, I hope he's back soon. I hope his health is okay as well.
1: Imagine a story where Miro comes back and his first match back is dominating Sammy Yeah,
0: Guevara. That's what I'm saying. I think it would be.
1: Every day we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in at us border patrol protecting our borders is more than a job it's a calling agents answer the call working together to keep our country and community safe if you are ready for a new mission join us border patrol and go beyond learn more at cbp.gov careers
0: awesome like i am the god i am back like that would be yeah amazing
1: no one can stop me he maybe he has someone or something in tow and no, he has a not, neck brace. Yeah, he's got a neck tattoo actually. That's what he has now. He gets a Cody's neck, tattoo. neck tattoo. Yes, he's but it's the Bulgarian flag instead of the American flag, and it's the same nightmare tattoo. There you go. And he wins the TBS title or the TNT title, and then the TBS it, it writes title. itself,
0: it writes itself,
1: it really does. Uh, yeah, so I don't know what to do. People are mentioning Claudio in the chat, so so let's talk about that, and then we can divert back to Dynamite uh, and AEW talk cesaro is done with wwe at least for the foreseeable future contract expired free man to go wherever he wants what do you do do you pick him up in AEW? do you let him roam free
0: impact i would go to impact if i was him
1: i would want to see him there i want to see him Mm -hmm. in new japan pro wrestling i would Mm -hmm. love to see him since the new japan cup was announced and there's like 5500 guys in that thing and they've already pulled out two because of injury you replace one with cesaro With Claudio Casanova, you get that guy, you bring him over, and you put him in that tournament. He doesn't have to win, but he has to go far and look good. Yeah, I think that would be the right spot. I Uh, think that
0: would be awesome, or Impact. I could see him just doing wonders with the uh, cast of hilarious characters on that roster right now.
1: I want... (laughs) Could you imagine Claudio... Black Taurus. Claudio Black Taurus, but Claudio and (laughs) WrestleHouse? Oh my god. Make it happen. For years, I mean... When he had the opportunity to kind of speak freely and promo freely, uh, he, he was fun, Claudio. Or, uh, uh, Claudio was, yeah, in WWE. When they gave him the opportunity to just do his own thing. I've never
0: really seen him promo because he's always doing like the Cesaro thing, right? So. Right.
1: Exactly. But when he was in the bar, he was able to show a little bit more of, yeah. his, uh, of his own personality. And I liked that. Unfortunately, they didn't give him a lot to do in WWE. And as a result, he never had the personality for a quote unquote WWE superstar now is his opportunity if he wants to go back to wwe now is his opportunity to go and be the guy who has a personality who goes over the top or not or just just sells himself differently we know he's an excellent wrestler let's do something more with that
0: and he already has like a like a big brand a big name behind him he can do a lot with right so
1: yeah and people are saying like cesaro would be great in impact he would be great in all these Mm -hmm. some of these new japan cup matches Mm -hmm. he could go to aew he could but uh I don't know if he would... There's too many people there.
0: I think, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think he'd get lost. I think Impact would be fantastic for him. And yeah, maybe even touring Japan. He pops into DDT. He pops up at Chocopro for all I know. Who knows? It would be awesome.
1: Him and Choco Pro would be a, a, just a a fascinating Wonderful. experience. There was actually yes. a
0: really good match uh, May with Chris Brooks last weekend. And she actually injured herself getting thrown into a door. So she is going to take a couple of weeks off now.
1: Oh, that sucks! I didn't know that. This is Ruga, right?
0: Yeah, 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 oh, yeah.
1: That sucks. And
0: they they do it in um like a old um dentist's office, so the ceilings aren't too high. Um, and Chris Brooks is very tall, and he they were doing a spot where he essentially like put her head like through the ceiling and then put her head through a door, so she's feeling a little rough.
1: Yeah. And after well, like
0: now that I've been in like a ring once, like I know, like I know what it feels like.
1: Do we want to talk about it?
0: Yeah, like, we don't have a format on this show. Let's just talk. Let's just talk Yeah, man. wrestling stuff. So
1: you 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 sent me, so I was going to a birthday party, uh, a, a friend Self. of mine. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so a mutual friend of ours was also going to be there. And uh, as I was on my way there, you sent me some footage of your training, and you mm. had started wrestling training. Tell mm. me, what the hell? How was it? And d- give me give me everything. I want to know it all.
0: Well, first of all, like shout out to super kicked for hosting these like workshops are going to start doing um, drop in classes for anyone who's like not as committal with it. Um, if you're in Toronto, of course, um, but yeah, um, I've wanted to just try it just to see what these people put their bodies through like you, you don't really understand until you do it right um, so. Super kicked is a pretty pretty big deal in Toronto. It's like a super indie promotion. It's a very rowdy kind of like GCW but Canadian vibe. They do death matches. They do all kinds of stuff. Um, AEW people have showed up before. WWE people have showed up before. Yada, yada. Um, so it was crazy to go to their studio, which is in like a warehouse space in Liberty Village, which is mostly uh, used for like film shoots and, and like, like corporate stuff um and it's no frills in there you know they have the ring which is very well built the ropes are very like very new um and then just some like powerlifting equipment and they also of course have a balcony which they can use to jump off of for spots um
1: <laughs> i've been up to that top floor and that stair, we all so well. the stairs are awful have they fixed them yet
0: uh, i think so but it's okay. it's still really sketchy in there oh, but like no. in a good way and they have like Any- power bar they have like power bars like like nailed to the ceiling and stuff like for i guess audio equipment or whatever Amazing. um and, and and like if you saw these guys you would think that they were like super rough kind of like like punk guys but they're such sweethearts and like they're so patient and um one thing that was so wild to me about it is like how dizzy you get because like the, the surface area of the mat, like it's always moving, like no matter what you're doing. So when you're doing a tiger roll, when you're learning how to tumble, even when you're running the ropes back and forth, like you're kind of feel like you're at sea. Um, so I got very dizzy and the ropes, um, like they're thick. Like you, you can put like your whole like wrist around it. So it's like pretty thick and so unforgiving. Um, like I'm not gonna take my shirt off right now, but if you go on my Twitter, you can see. Um, some of the bruises that the um, the ropes left on my back, I mean, I went pretty hard because I like to like make a point, but um, total new appreciation for like the sport, the entertainment, whatever you want to call it, even uh, just getting in and out of the ring and pulling yourself in or holding the ropes and pulling yourself up onto the top ropes is so exhausting. And all you see when you're in the ring doing these moves is the ground and the ropes. And you have to get up and you have to like be aware of everything. Plus, you have to put on a performance. Plus, you have to like maybe do a promo before. So if you talk shit on wrestling, I highly suggest go to your local school, try one class, and you will probably shut your mouth.
1: I think a lot of people get so hyper-focused on what they can see in the ring. It's like watching sports mm-hmm. in that, you know, oh, how did the ref not see that? Well, guess what? Your vantage point is not, you know, centralized everywhere level 200 with a million cameras to get yeah. from. You, you are one set of eyes looking objectively at what you're seeing and everything has, you know, everything's about your viewpoint. Uh, I think it's really neat. Like I saw some of the stuff you were doing. I saw you, they had you doing some roles. They had you, you obviously running the ropes a little bit uh was we learned how or... to
0: lock up and clinch yeah. too and we did a headlock as well and i mean um one thing that i now realize is like uh, wrestling is a lot like dance if your partner is really shitty at dancing like you're not going to perform a good dance so i mean yep. you have to work out your routine you have to work out every movement down to like where your footing is going because if i'm going to put you in a chokehold, and you're you put your foot in the wrong position then your head's going to go to the wrong part of my body it's going to look awful and it's going to feel awful, right? So we learned a whole sequence where we lock up, get put in a headlock, get pushed onto the rope, do a push off, and then we run across the rope trying to um, trip each other. And that is about like 15 to 20 moves, actually, when you break it down, like it's as like a dance routine, almost. And when you have to kind of r- do that over and over again with your partner, and you're sweating, and you're exhausting, and you're like, dizzy, like, it's, it's crazy. And then I thought, like, Kenny Omega has been fighting with what? Uh like Vertigo for how how long? Like
1: months and months of that for him. I
0: will never talk smack on a match. Like even the worst, most rinky dink, like garbage match. Like these people are nuts for doing it. And I'm excited to keep hurting myself and hopefully uh get in some local matches.
1: I think that's nuts. Like in the best possible way. I'm excited mm-hmm. for you. Like this is really neat that you're you're getting the experience and I love that you're going to at least for now speak openly about it. Cause I, Mm -hmm. that's something that I think a lot of wrestling fans need to hear. Like wrestling is not just what you see on TV. No, The training that goes into it is years and years of experience. And some of the people in the
0: class, like they had to stop. Like they were like, can I like just like take a break? Cause and I'm like, I'm in good shape. Like I, I go to the gym pretty much every day. Like, and I'm not trying to like show off or anything, but I'm saying like, even if you are in good shape, it is still insanely difficult so if you're not someone who you know is maybe working out as much um, but wants to try it do it there were people there who were um, there was one guy who was uh, deaf and he killed it there was one guy who was like super like overweight he killed it there was like all different types of shapes sizes and different types of people there and at the end of the day it's really about you just going for it and that's what's so scary about wrestling is it's just you and the mat and it's all up to you and I mean I did a tiger roll and almost snapped my neck so it, it, it can happen to anyone
1: I think I'm very excited for your, when you get comfortable enough to have a match that you and Sean Rossap can have a one-on-one contest since you're both The, the dirt
0: sheets will be the dirt sheets. We're going to be a tag team
1: Oh my god please team up. That would be perfect you and Lily and Sean's dirt sheet experience I think I'm the Just all about paper it. cut people. Oh, that's the gimmick right there. You come out with the sh- with your own dirty sheets, and you're like, ah, yeah. anyway. Uh let's let's move back to dynamite. Do you want to talk, let's talk about MJF? Let's talk about that promo.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Especially from a Jewish perspective.
1: Yes. Yeah, so so I've I've very openly told people that I that I am a Jew. I grew up Me in too. the Jewish community, and Lily as well is a is a, a Jewish identifying human. MJF comes out and cuts this promo some of which we've heard before, right? He talks about uh and he had told he told some of the story in MLW where he had a stint before coming to AEW. And in the promo he had talked about uh how as a kid on Long Island he would have these kids like throwing quarters at him for being a Jew. And he was he called himself uh ADD adult what he call himself ADD adult Jew boy. Uh, Jew boy. Thank you. Yeah. And I, the ADD part doesn't exactly speak to me. I don't I don't deal with that uh, in my life, but definitely deal with, with the Jew boy, and I definitely hear enough stories of anti-Semitism to look at this and say, yeah, this is this is real. This happens. Um, I don't know what your experiences were growing up as a Jewish kid, but I'm lucky enough. I was called enough...
0: horrible names that I absolutely cannot repeat on air.
1: So I was going to say, I've been lucky enough that if if it happened to me, I don't remember it. But at the same time, I'm I'm a, a bigger guy than most and, mm. I, and I don't look stereotypically Jewish. So I never had that, that problem. Um, but for others, some of the stories I heard is like, yeah, that's relatable. I heard that stuff growing up and it's, it's crazy to think about it's antisemitism still very much exists in and out of wrestling in 2022.
0: Oh yeah. And um, I talked to like some of, one of my other friends who's very openly proudly Jewish. And he was like, I didn't like it because it was like too close to home. And I was like, fair, fair enough. But also, I think that MJF is an amazing actor. I mean, he was in the New York Times, uh, like acting and performance section, for Christ's sakes, like he's, he's an incredible uh, actor and manipulator of emotions. And um, whether or not you liked what he was saying, and whether it was too political or a little bit too religious, I think that it comes from an awesome place. And uh, kudos to CM Punk too for taking that heat after that as well. I mean, it's just incredible storytelling.
1: Yeah, Punk to come out and be like, "Is this true?" Because the story turned from being I was a Jew who was bullied to I became a wrestler because I I this spoke to me mm-hmm. and Brian and Punk spoke to me and I wanted to be a wrestler. And then my hero he denied me that pleasure because he left wrestling and he ignored. You know, m- my love died because he left. That's that speaks to a lot of people. There's there's the story, you know, not not the story, but the adage, you know, don't meet your heroes. And now we're kind of playing on that. He's met his hero, his hero. He beat his hero. He had to do it in underhanded tactics, but he beat his hero. He's going to match up with his hero in a damn dog collar match. So his hero comes out and CM Punk is like, dude, is this real? Like, are you serious? and And he's a good
0: actor like i don't know if people know but cm punk has been in like some amazing like indie horror movies for the past five years and if you haven't seen them like that dude can act
1: yeah and it's it's absolutely nuts and and i see i see david in the chat saying you know he was at mjf was at a house of hardcore show met Mm -hmm. bikers and he went to the worst possible biker gang party and that's that's a story people can can read about because it's yeah it's all about how you handle yourself in those situations Mm -hmm. i'll tell you that much either way I'm excited for the match. Um, I'll plug it here because I've done it on other places. Uh, dropping this week before the pay-per-view, sometime this week, myself and Jeff Hawkins have a short history of dog collar matches. We're going to talk about the relevant ones, why Piper in Portland is important, why the Greg Valentine Piper match was important, and also other, uh, the CM Punk versus Raven, their dog collar match in, in Ring of Honor. MJF has had two dog collar matches, you may not know that, but we'll talk Ooh. a little bit about those and a little bit about what we're expecting from this kind of dog collar match room from CM Punk and MJF. Uh, I'll ask you that question. What do you want out of this dog collar match? What do you want to see? I
0: want to see both of them in pain and work for it. If if they're going to if they're going to bring out this stipulation, then no Network TV cheesy funny good times. I want to see like raw pain on television i want to see both these boys suffer on television and
1: work for it now we can we can go into the other match that was the main event on dynamite and that's brian danielson and daniel garcia we can talk a little bit about that match but more importantly as we get back we'll come back to that match but we saw mox and danielson make their match official and their whole story has been we don't i don't work with anyone unless i bleed with them first So you have a dog collar match where you traditionally have to bleed. You have Mox and Danielson, which is all about blood and bloodshed. You have to make both matches different and exciting for different reasons. How do you do that with two different matches like this? How do you make the blood, the the, the blood or the appearance of blood important in these two matches?
0: I think both of these matches are technical for a different reason. And I think everyone involved is kind of going to utilize different skills. I think Punk is in it at this point, maybe for the wrong reasons. And I think he just wants to prove Max wrong. So I think he'll do anything he possibly can and essentially act like Dexter or a serial killer to do what he needs to do. Whereas the other match we have going on between Moxley and Danielson kind of comes from a place more of, let's say, I don't know, honor legacy and a more kind of like like ROH style death match where it will be more about the blood is the afterthought where they're just beating each other so hard. And so technically the blood happens to spew from their bodies. Whereas CM Punk, he doesn't give no Fs right now. He just wants to prove Max wrong essentially and put him in his place and make him
1: realize that he's, you know, under him. Yeah, that, that works. I like it. I just want to see, the blood in Moxley and Danielson be caused by fists mm-hmm. and not by weapons. Me too. Something like that. It could be as easy as that.
0: An accident. Like.
1: Yeah. Don't yeah. run them into the post. Don't run them into the stairs. Don't blade. Just... Yeah. yeah. If you well, I mean, listen, if you're gonna blade, you gotta get there somehow. But like, don't make it obvious. Do make it because make the story be that somebody hits someone so hard that they started to bleed.
0: But even me, I could work out a spot with someone I'm fighting where I'm like, "Yo, just smack me in the nose super hard so it bleeds, right?" And that will make my nose bleed. And hey, break my nose. (laughs) No, no, break my
1: nose. It's okay. I can go get it reset tomorrow. It was funny today
0: uh, at my session this morning, which was not wrestling. I was like, "Hey, check out this." And I started doing like rolls, and my trainer was like, "Oh my god, stop!" Like it's because it sounded it sounds so different when you do like um like when you take a bump on a mat versus like the ring. The ring sounds way cooler, by the way.
1: I was going to say, yeah, you hear the, the clunkiness versus mm-hmm. the mats on the floor. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, one yeah.
0: woman that was in the, there's only one other woman and she was five, one or five, two. And she like, because she was so petite, like you, it doesn't really make that impact. And even to like hit the mat and make that sound like you have to be like really strong.
1: Yeah. I'm excited. I, I'm excited to hear more of the, the wrestling training stories as we, as we move forward together in this thing, uh, GCW. Let's 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 talk about our pal Joseph Joey Janela. hmm What the hell, man? How how could he do that?
0: Well, this is the thing, is like I totally understand it because without that double cross, you wouldn't have the spring break match.
1: Fair. I'm I'm a big fan of the fact that X Pac Sean Maltman makes the save at the pay-per-view, at the Hammerstein pay-per-view, mm. that they made a crossover match. To do the Cardona and Myers versus Janela and and Sean Waltman match at this past weekend's GCW shows, and then you have the turn, and it makes sense because Janela turns on everybody now that he did it in AEW with Sunny Kiss. He's doing it today. He's he the did bad boy. it this weekend. He's the bad boy. He's not the good boy. He's the bad boy. Imagine so if he was good the here.
0: good boy though, and he came out like all prim and proper with a nice colored shirt and a book.
1: That's the next step. That's when I he when so. he decides he's done with it. He'll be the good boy. So Dad. he super kicks Sean Waltman after Waltman's giving like this super, uh, exci- not excited. He's, he's super blown up because his match was he just wasn't in shape. Unfortunately, Waltman's got a lot of work to do. He's also 50. So you can't really fault him. The match 52. was fun. 52, even better. The match was fine. Like you just, you, you, I think he knows, and I'm not going to belabor the point uh, that he'll get better. Uh, so, so Janela super kicks Waltman after Waltman's talking about possibly retiring, but now they set the match for spring ba- break. It's going to be Janella and Sean Waldman. I'm looking forward to this. I'm I considering
0: won- flying out, but I'm like, ugh. It's Dallas. Mhm.
1: Do you want to go to Dallas in April?
0: I mean, why not? I went to New Orleans in June, so that was even oh, worse.
1: I'm trying to, I'm trying to go to Orlando in 3 days. We'll see if that happens.
0: And I was looking at going to see Minoro in Ohio, so.
1: That's right. Suzuki's coming back. You're a big mm-hmm. Minoro Suzuki fan i'm excited too to watch big. him too <laughs> you're gonna fly out and like do the whole tour with him
0: i would if i had the time and money but probably not
1: yeah exactly i um i i think i need to see janella and waltman have like just this not a death match but just mm-hmm. a just a fight
0: greaser just a greasy greasy bar fight
1: yeah i think that's yeah. where we're gonna go with this and oh for sure with me similar again similar to the sunny kiss match on dark it'll be full of weapons it'll be full of craziness and i think a a little bit of walk and brawl for for waltman is where where the money goes
0: yeah and i mean everything else in gcw GCW the past week was crazy i mean blake christian is still doing blake christian stuff you got ninja mac doing spots off a goddamn 20 foot (laughs) stage Shout out um, to
1: Speedball Mike bailey for kicking him so hard he went off the top.
0: The crane kick I that died. And there's some hilarious edits on uh Emil's Twitter as well, which is, Oh, I have
1: so. to find those. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, dude Speedball's tearing it up now too, by the way. <sighs> yeah. I'm so happy to see him do so well wherever he goes in the US because people have been deprived of his his actions for mm-hmm. like for way too long. But mm-hmm. now that he's back, he's definitely he's killing it. It's good stuff. Um uh, what were we just talking about? We're talking about Ninja Mac and blake christian so blake christian continues to win blake christian continues to have banger matches and it feels like he's going to maybe challenge for the gcw world championship after spring after spring break because we found out that challenging Mots at spring break is going to be aj gray which is gonna
0: be spicy holy
1: they're gonna go hard oh yeah Dude, I want to see that match. Again, they're building a really big spring break match. A really mm-hmm. big a spring break card even.
0: And and the way that GCW kind of um, builds and releases all these lineups, I I think is like my favorite because it sucks you in and it keeps you there. It doesn't just like keep dropping like one match after another, like a week before, like every other promotion. It kind of plays into all these other events that lead up to it. Plus, if you're not going to like the bigger GCW shows, then there's always something in Atlantic City or Jersey or whatever. So. Um, I I love what they're doing. Um, the audio is awful.
1: Needs to be fixed. It's dog shit. I felt so
0: bad for Denise because she was so awesome on the mic, but like, oh my god.
1: Yeah, it's one of the things that a lot of um a lot of independent wrestling companies deal with is that they don't plug their audio into the main feed. And as Mm. a result Everything just sounds like it's reverberating through the room and then eventually hitting a microphone that's attached to a camera. they gotta fix that stuff, especially gCw that's yeah. the one company of all the independents out there that needs to fix it if they want to bring themselves to that next level in my opinion.
0: Oh, I completely agree, and I mean, like there's no excuses because like Hammerstein had like crazy production um, improvements compared and I'm not saying that like every show needs to have that that level of production, but I mean there's no way that with with all their connections between fight and themselves that they can't find you know someone to just operate uh, a soundboard for a couple hours and that's the thing it's, it's i'll do it
1: it's a soundboard yeah i said this i used to joke the same way with impact impact has the worst audio i never charge their
0: mics i'm like you guys have mic packs dying mid-segment like what is happening right
1: now uh yeah it, it, it's it's something that needs to you need the logistics crew you need the person yeah. who is about that that av stuff and brings it to the promoter as like uh, the number one problem that they need to fix uh Mm -hmm. and and it needs to be the the, needs to be on the promoter to make that their priority anyway that's that's my rant on gcw i love gcw in a lot of different ways but that is one thing that i'm just like please fix the microphone do a direct line do something I know that the music, the reason that they don't have the music going to the PA or going through the the main feed is because of copyright. I understand that. yeah. Japan does
0: that too. But
1: But for the love of God, just have your mics wired through your main feed so that we can hear the people talking. And also, sorry, I'm going to go on a rant. When you're doing your commentary, EQ the commentary. Spend 20 minutes before the show opens just with the commentary, guys. Check one, Mm -hmm. two. Check one, two. Yelling, screaming, whatever it is to get the levels please
0: yeah like we love you we just want you to not hurt our ears
1: that's it tony Deppen did not hurt my ears him and thunder rosa Oof. had a hell of a
0: match by the way he was so banged up by the end of that like it was wild and, and yeah like they just both put it all on the line like it, it was pretty much like a dick swinging contest the entire time
1: <laughs> and thunder rosa being able to like come back and just beat the shit out of Deppin every time he tries to hit her. I loved it. There was a good story there. Deppin didn't want to hit her, but Deppin mm. wanted to beat her. And mm. that was good. I like that. Again, we talk about intergender wrestling and how it works. And stuff like that, I think it works. I don't, I don't feel comfortable hitting you, but I know I need to beat you. So I have to use moves. I have to drop-toe hold you into submission and that's it's like
0: when i fight my man for like the remote control and he tries to get it back or whatever like he's not trying to hurt me he's just trying to prevent me from putting on reality tv trash
1: yeah exactly uh alex zane by the way in a death match i see someone mentioning it in the chat uh zane's death match was nuts he ended up he ended up like in the hostel. hospital yeah yeah um honestly that's that's that how independents handle injuries is a completely different topic for another time. And something that I'm mm. not super comfortable talking about. Zane ended up going to the hospital. He got stitches. He went through surgery. He's fine. Um, he had to but... take
0: a glass out of his eye.
1: Did he? I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Oh. And I knew, like, I
0: love, just... I love death matches, but like it was just so reckless. Like the whole time I was just like this, like, the, like, what are you trying to prove? Like, I love a death match with like Lego and tax and tables and chairs and barbed wire. But there comes a, there's a line. And when you have to like pull a glass out of your eyeball and like have like bags of blood dropping from your arm. Like that's, that's a little much. It's a little much.
1: It is. And again, I think it's up. It's because it's the U S it's up to the wrestler to then go to the hospital and take care of their own problems because they're independent contractors, yada, yada, yada. And whether or not they have the money and the opportunity to go, that's a whole other story that we can't speak to because we're Canadians, but it's, I think most people who take on a death match, uh, They know what's happening. They know what it's going to be. And they get paid more for it, or at least least they should be getting paid more for it, because most of them know. I
0: hope so, because that shit's expensive in the States, man.
1: Yeah, most people do know to ask for more, but again, we don't know what people are asking for when it comes to that stuff. Mm -hmm. Was there anything else from, from GCW that was super worth talking about?
0: I mean, the the follow-up Joey promo on, like, the second event where he was just smoking and ring was awesome. But, yes. but I mean, overall, it was, like, kind of all over the place. There was no bad matches. I just thought that, like, as an entire week of wrestling, it was all over the place. There was a lot of good matches, but there was a lot of, like, why is this happening moments.
1: Christian and Speedball, by the way, go out of your way to watch it.
0: Yes, just absolutely. I I definitely want to rewatch that one and the Ninja yeah. Mac too because it's just so crazy.
1: Yeah, Ninja Mac and anytime he takes on Jack Cartwheel, it's a kind of a, a nuts up. I story. would
0: that's one person from GCW who I think would work on AEW is is a Ninja Mac with Fuego. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's a good call. I'd love to see mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah that would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, if you're if you're a wrestling fan, don't go into the ring. Don't don't throw shit in the ring. Don't try to fight Joey Janella. Don't try to. You will fight get your anybody. ass
0: kicked. Yes. You will get your ass kicked.
1: Pretty simple stuff. Don't get into a fan. Maybe maybe it was a plant. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. But regardless, if that stuff makes you want to get into the ring and fight somebody, don't do it, man. That's not worth it. Go play a video
0: game. Go shoot Nazis in a video game or whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to shoot people in a video game. I'm going to play Mario until until my eyes bleed.
0: (laughs) Oh, we got to play Mario one day, man. It's on like Donkey Kong.
1: Dude, I'm telling you, we do it every Thursday on Twitch. We do the Mario Kart stuff, but we also i mean i'll sit in my bedroom and play uh play mario maker people make some awful levels in that game like oh i can imagine yeah like boss rushes where you have to fight the same boss over and over again stupid but anyway i don't think i I I digress (laughs) exactly as
0: as would say but yeah that's it i guess for this week
1: That's it. Next week, I guess we're going to talk about revolution. Uh, That'll be a good time. We'll we'll review the show. I'm sure other stuff will have happened. I don't think there's anything in the WWE world that we need to talk about here. Good, wonderful. (laughs) I think we did it. Let's get out of here. There are so many shows to watch here on Fightful Overbook. Do you know where to find us? It's FightfulOverbook.com or YouTube.com/slash/FightfulOverbook content every single day. Lily, where can the people find you on the internet?
0: nowhere no you can find me Good. at Z on twitter you can find me doing stuff with fightful and fightful overbooked obviously and my own website strangecomforts.com, which just released a new mixtape so check it out
1: hell yeah i'm actual pearl j-o-e-l-p-e-a-r-l i find me everywhere you know where to go ladies He's gentlemen everywhere. i really am it's getting it's gonna upset people someday i swear to god wait until you see what i'm doing in march ladies gentlemen friends beyond the binary we'll see you in the next one cheers Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads,
0: buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving.